We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Here we go. Welcome to Insight. Good to see you. I'm Chris Van Fleet. I'm an Emmy Award-winning TV host, and I'm fascinated with finding out how people are wired to achieve greatness. On each episode of the show, we have in-depth conversations and reverse engineer the habits and techniques of the world's top athletes, actors, entrepreneurs, you name it. If they are the best at what they do, I want to get their insight so we can apply it to our own life. And it's so amazing when you look at everything that DDP has accomplished in his life. And it's even more amazing when you realize that he didn't start wrestling till he was 35 and a half. And we talk about it a lot here, but he might be even more famous for creating DDPY and changing people's lives through that than anything that he ever did in the ring. And it wasn't by accident. He was incredibly intentional every single step of the way. And he still is. And wait till you hear his morning routine of the things that he does to stay young and vibrant and healthy and sharp. I mean, he's about to turn 65 and he looks incredible. Share this with a friend, share it on social media, tag us so that we can share it as well and say hello. I'm at Chris Van Vliet and Dallas is at Real DDP. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And if you have an extra, you know, 27 seconds or so, it'd be so appreciated if you could leave a review. Like this one from Dame to Kill in Canada. He says, Rockstar, Chris Van Vliet is to podcasting as Van Halen is to rock. I don't know about that. He is an absolute rock star. His genuine charm is refreshing and his interviews are deep. Chris gets his guests to pour their hearts out, which other interviewers can barely scratch the surface. An authentic and passionate wrestling fan Chris brings out the best in everyone that he interviews. Subscribing to his podcast is a must 
Get with it and click it. I like that. Get with it and click it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to leave that review. And I'll keep reading one out on every single episode till we get to that goal of 2,000 reviews. Without further ado, let's get, let's get to this. And I'm so excited that we actually planned this interview and we get into it a little bit here. But the first interview that we did was completely accidental. It was completely random. It was completely serendipitous. Get ready to be inspired by the Hall of Famer, Diamond Dallas Page. Bang. There he is. <laughs> and I, I love that we actually planned this interview, unlike the last one where you tried to break into my hotel room. That was the funniest thing. I was telling my girlfriend, Paige, uh, my, the girl I've been with for the last year and a half, her, her name, first name is Paige, and her last <laughs> name is Mc, McMahon. <laughs> I <you> planned this. <laughs> Jericho just burst out laughing when I told him. Uh, yeah, because I was introducing her to him, and it was funny. <laughs> it, I, I still like. I was telling that story recently. I, I still can't believe that it was real. I still can't believe. Number one, someone was trying to get into my hotel of all the right, hotels, of all the it. cities. Right. I just can't believe. And for people that don't know, like this, this happened like two and a half years ago for all the people that could have tried to get in my room. It was Diamond Dallas Page. And here I am a wrestling fan. It was so serendipitous. Uh, but I was coming from my interview with Joe Rogan. Right. And I drank so much tea there that by the time I got my buddy let me out of the car. Um, I realized, man, I got to go take a piss. And then friggin', he took off and my wallet was in his car. So the, the shenanigans that I went through to finally where I could got everything together and all oh, the DDP, the guy had a camera and he was videoing himself talking to his kid. I'm with Diamond Dallas Page. I'm not just going to walk off. And I really got to go to the bathroom at that point. Get in that elevator, get up, get off the wrong floor, not knowing it. What the hell's the matter with his door? And you open the door. I go, oh, damn, sorry, bro. And you go, no, no problem, big fan. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I, I have this YouTube channel. I'd love to do an interview with you sometime. And you're like, how about right now? I'm like, okay, uh, sure. Yeah. I was I was so jacked up after being Rogan. But if you remember when you said, no problem, big fan, I went, you're a big fan? Awesome. Can I use your bathroom? <laughs> and I got then a I realized, <laughs> And then I realized that I didn't have my phone. And I'm looking through all my shit. You must have thought I was totally out of my mind. And uh, I went downstairs, and it was these two big Mexican dudes. As I was looking around for my phone, they, they were looking at me. I'm thinking, they must be fans. Turns out they weren't fans at all. They had taken a picture of my phone that was left on the ground of the elevator facing up with the light up so the light was off for the phone and i take a picture of it i look at it and go this your phone i went yes they go, oh, that guy we handed it to him it was like super cool guys you know anybody could just lifted that phone you know it's a big payoff but uh um they were super cool and uh you know, i thanked them and i went upstairs and I, and I was like i'm so jacked up now let's do that interview right now I love it. I, and I appreciate you doing that. Like, 
you know, most people would have gone, hey, you know, reach out to my publicist, reach out to my assistant, we'll set this up for some time. And then you'd actually never hear from them. The fact that we, boom, did it right there and that we've yeah. kept in touch ever since, uh, it means a lot to me. Well, I, uh, it's, I'm, as you know, I am a people person, man. Yeah. It's the biggest reason why I've been successful when at every turn when everybody thinks that's like impossible. What are you thinking? <laughs> you know, uh, my wrestling career, you know, I tried when I was 23. I had three matches. It didn't work out for me in 1979. And I got sucked in. I was already in love with the bar business. So I got sucked into running my first, my first small little rock and roll joint. And I forgot about the dream. And then I came back to it in 1988 as a manager for the AWA, which was ridiculous that I would have pulled that off. I mean, to really understand how impossible it is for an outsider to get involved in the business, yeah, especially back then. And, um, you know, we, my wrestling career was an eight year overnight success. All of a sudden everybody's like, Oh my God, it's like you came out of nowhere. Not really, <laughs> not really. Uh, so, uh, I think this fleshed over to let's hit pause for one second. Just keep going. I'm just going to okay. turn my, uh, my phone off because I didn't turn it on that. Uh, feel like, feel like, uh, Dallas is getting phone calls. Airplane right now. mode and we won't be interrupted by those flashes. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the main reason I've been able to do everything is because I'm a people person and you were super kind. And anybody who's, you know, I'm going to treat people the way they treat me always. And I don't care if you're running the 7-Eleven or you're the CEO of Apple, <laughs> you know, it's it just people, you know. When I design, it'll be in next week. So the next interview we do next year or whenever, <laughs> I mean, I've built... I've got a desk coming in here. It's like, you know, it's about eight feet and it goes up and down. It's going to have proper lighting. I mean, I've got this amazing, you know, pics behind me. Every picture tells a story too. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's finally this room. I love this room. Just give me an idea of what this room looks like. That over there is like where oh my all the fake stuff is. Then you've got all... This here, the big video room, all the pictures and magazine covers, and yeah. Then now this the, is in your house. This isn't in the office. No, this is this is in my house. This is my house is uh, in Atlanta, is eighty seven hundred square feet. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh, it's a palace. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's it's mainly the reason that people don't get homes like this when they turn sixty, but I did because. Uh, and I'm building another one down on the beach in, in uh, Panama City Beach because they're going to be like like um, wellness centers, like for the boys. I've got Todd uh, from um, War Machine. What's what's their new their new uh, uh, name? The Vikings. Oh, the Viking Raiders. Um, yeah, but Todd, uh, you know, Todd broke his neck. Oh wow! You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, and he sent me, he literally sent me a picture of him diving to that, that, that dive they do between the ropes. Like that cat's over, he's, you know, just over 300 pounds. Yeah. And he has been doing my workout 
back when it wasn't DDPY, it was YRG, Yoga for Regular Guys. Like, he goes back that far. Wow. And it's what kept him in the ring. But he knew coming out, like, he literally was on his way, you know, from being injured to the hospital and say, you know, after he'd seen his neck and how bad it was screwed up, he's like, can I come see you? You know, when I get done, Tommaso did the same thing. Tommaso Ciampa. Um, when Drew McIntyre, you know, the champ, uh, towards, towards, uh, his, um, tricep, he came up here and as soon as he could, he could do other things besides the rehab. He came and spent, he drove seven and a half hours to work with me for four hours and drove back to Tampa after that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they were super tight. All those guys, because they know that, first of all, they look at how the hell can he do this shit? I'm going to be 65 in a month and a half. You know, how am I still running like I'm in my 40s? And yeah. I can't go out there and bounce around every night anymore. But I can go out there one night and tear it down. Now, yeah. I'll be crippled, you know, after something like that. It wouldn't be worth it to me. The stuff I did with Cody last year, that was just fun. You know, that was just, that was just fun. Is is and, that your official last match, you think? Yes, yes, it's got to be. And Cody, of course, you know, Cody's like my nephew. I, mean, I just got off the phone with him. We talk, we talk every week. And, uh, and we had to get on a schedule with Cody <laughs> because it'd be like months where we wouldn't talk. But I'd see him at my performance center because that's when we film a lot of the AEW stuff. Yeah. So I finally get to see him. I'm like, listen, Bro, like, I need con. You know, so I know you're crazy busy. I need to be able to connect with you. You know, yeah. and uh, and bottom uh, line, he goes, "How about we just schedule it?" He goes, "What, what works for you?" I go, well, "Friday at twelve o'clock works fine." He goes, "Me too." Well, I could often that time could change. Yeah, but it keeps us connected as he's going through this incredible ride, and that's why. And I told him, I said, whatever I do for you, if I do anything on TV or hit Diamond Cutter, or you need me to do something, just find me in, put me up. I ain't charging you. Because I, I wanted him to know, I don't want a contract. I don't need the money. Um, I want to be your voice that you know I want nothing from you. And I wanted him to have that because me and this guy right here, you see that picture of the train right there? There he is. That's, that's 30 years ago. Wow. Me and that when I was working with him in Florida Championship Wrestling. And then, of course, right next to that is the greatest of all time, the one only nature boy. And That's I'm hilarious. wearing gold. <laughs> I'm wearing his his strap temporarily. <laughs> you've kind of like become this like you've kind of like become this like father figure in wrestling, like looking after a lot of guys who couldn't look after themselves. When did when did this start to become a thing? I've always done it. You know, I've always, you know, I parented myself. You know, my, my dad, I love him, but he was a drunk, you know, and uh now he's not because he's he's in a home, you know. But uh given the chance, he's gonna be at the bar having a couple of cocktails. And uh so and my mom gave us to my grandmother because she had to make money to help support the side of the family Go up north and work. And see, by the time I was three years old, my mom was married, divorced, and had three kids. She was wow. 19. 
So being bounced around and ended up my grandmother, she was a great lady, but she was afraid of me going through menopause. So kind of raised myself. And I just, because I never had any of that, you know, I've always given to people. And uh, it's just been part of what I do. When I, before there was DDP yoga, before that even existed, when I was wrestling, I helped Kidman, Disco, Glacier, Canyon, Raven. I mean, it's I can name 30 guys that either I got original jobs for that never should have, would have never got the offer. Kidman is the best example. There is no way that Kid ever would have been able to get in, but he had Canyon. Mm. And Canyon would tell me about him all the time. And I'm like, Chris, I've gotten too many guys' jobs right now, and I don't want to keep going back to Eric. He said, please, please, just watch this finish. And he put the tape in, and Chris did that friggin', I forget what he called Shooting it. Star Press? Shooting Star Press. I had never, and no one had ever seen anything like that. I pulled the tape out of the deck. I go, okay. <laughs> I walk down the street, up the hill, down the hill. Eric Bischoff and I lived across the street from each other on the other side of the hill. And uh, Dusty Rose, Michelle Rose, who I thanked in my Hall of Fame acceptance speech, because without Michelle, Cody's mom, when st- once Dusty leaves Florida Championship Wrestling, I probably, you know, maybe I don't get to connect with him anymore. But he'd given me his number. He loved me. But when I call up and he'd be on the road, and I didn't bother. I call this being pleasantly persistent. And whenever I'd call, Michelle would talk to me. And she'd say, don't worry, Dallas. Cody will call you. I mean, uh, Cody. <laughs> uh, Dusty will call you. And he did. And knowing him, the way I would really get to know him in the next 10 years, like he actually picked up the phone and called this jabroni, like seriously. Um, it was it was a stretch, man. It was a stretch. Uh, but Michelle, Michelle was Michelle was amazing. What was I saying right before Michelle? Uh, I'm talking about Kidman and Eric Bischoff. Oh, yes. Yes. So I bring the tape down to Bischoff. I sit down on the couch. She's watching TV. Commercial comes up. And I go, I look at him. I go, you want to see one of the coolest finishes you've ever seen? He goes, sure. I pop it in. Just the finish. Just the finish. He looks at me. He goes, wow. That was impressive. He goes, what's he doing now? I said, looking for a job. He goes, 400 a week, started with the uh, developmental. I said, done. Walked out, said, enjoy the movie. Walked back to Kenya. I go, he's in. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) When it came to Raven, Scotty and I were really good friends when I came in as a manager. And he was doing Scotty... um, Scotty the body back then. And, you know, it was like, hey, boy, and he'd be talking like a rap, you know, white little rapper guy, you know. And uh, and at some point, I can't remember, I'm pretty sure he left there. 
And I don't remember if he was doing independence or what. And I was over in Germany and I was watching MTV because that was the base of a lot of my ideas coming up in the nightclub business because MTV was so hip in the oh. 80s and the 90s. Yeah. And I, um, I was watching their MTV Music Awards and the only bands that I really knew were Bruce Springsteen and Aerosmith. Everything else was like Nirvana and Green Day. And I didn't really know those that, that grunge rock because it had really come to power. And I was I was probably listening to a lot of country and older rock and roll at the time. But I watched and I look at these kids and I'm like, man, I go, I, that's crazy that I don't know this music. I want to start listening to it. And then we got in the car. My buddy, Tony Palagrosi, picked me up, who was a big, he was a big promoter in New Jersey as a, uh, we used to run nightclubs together. And he actually is the biggest promoter in New Jersey with rock and roll bands, any kind of bands. And he picked me and Kim up. And we were driving back to go to my grandmother's house. And I was talking about MTV and how being over there, the only bands over like this, this grunge rock. And Tony goes, that's, yeah. He goes, that's like, that's the sound now. He goes, who in wrestling represents that? Mm. And I said, no one. Now I'm thinking Michael PSA rock and roll, you know, Shawn Michaels, rock and roll express type, that thing, you know, they had that kind of thing. So of course the eighties was a rock and roll express, you know, like, but I was thinking like, I go, yeah, who could do that? And Kimberly says, Scotty could do that. Mm. And I went, yes, he could. So when I got home, I told him the idea. I said, you know, me and Heyman, Paul Heyman, uh, were pretty tight back then. We, we talked over the years quite a bit. And I knew what he was doing with ECW, you know? And he needed talent. But he needed talent that had, you know, some real spark. And that's what he was getting and creating because he's a genius in our business. He just is. Um, and uh, I remember walking over what the character was, listening to the music. Because he was mainly listening to hip-hop back then. I'm like, you need to shift gears. You need to listen to this music and blah, blah, blah. And at some point, he'd start, he'd start talking, he'd have it, have it. And then he might go, yeah, boy. And I went, click. And <laughs> what'd you call you hang up before? I go, that's not the character. Mm. Learn the character. Who is he? And then when he called me that one day and he told me it was Raven, and what about me? What about Raven? Now, that's Scotty, especially back then. What about me? What about Raven? So, and he had like a troubled youth coming up with the parents and the you know shit that he went through, and and he had a lot of darkness, you know, in his soul back then. Today, he's amazing. I was blown away. We've both grown so much; it's crazy. But um, he. He gave it to me and I said, that's it. Let me call, let me call Paul. So I call Paul up and I say, listen, bro, you got to see what Scotty's doing. He's doing this thing. It's called Raven. But I didn't, couldn't even get six sentences out. He's like, I'm in. We're good. I go, but Paul, I got to be straight with you, bro. 
I'm helping Eric create talent. And I'm going to want him to come back. And I told him that. He was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. He figured he just gets out of state anyway. But eventually, of course, he did come. Yeah. And the reason why I dropped that U.S. strap after that run I was having to Scotty was because I wanted to build him up. I wanted to help lift him up. And I knew it would happen, but then they got this harebrained thing to, for, for, Gold, for Goldberg just to beat him, and then I'll have two straps. I know what they were doing, building him, but not from Scotty. Because Scotty could have been a main, main event guy. I mean, he had everything. He could work his ass off. He was so much fun to work with. Uh, he was creative as hell. But again, this it's just stuff I did. And I guess maybe, you know, it comes down because, you know, my dad wasn't there. You know, so I became like all of the, you know, guys that, you know, I would look at and see, man, that's stand-up dude. Like Eric Bischoff is not really the most social person, but as a businessman and as a father, he's like 12 on a one to 10, 10 sheet, man. The cat is an amazing dad. My brother-in-law, Paul Smith, an amazing dad. You know, there's just guys that are really, really good at it. And I, I just, me helping people, it became a part of what I did in my real life, and then DDPY just took it to another level. You saw our new uh, documentary, Relentless, right? Relentless. So good. You know, and it's, I, I, so I watched that, and it was just amazing to me. Everything that you've accomplished in your life, you've had a legendary career, legendary life, Hall of Fame career. But it's amazing to me to think that there's a lot of people that don't think of you as a wrestler anymore. They're more familiar with your work with DDPY. <laughs> They're more familiar with your work as a like a guru almost. Yeah, it's funny because you know Brian uh, Brian um, Alvarez is yeah right. He, he, he writes and uh, and has his own show on uh, on the Observer Channel uh, for uh, uh, for Meltzer's channel. For those of you who don't know, twelve years ago, and me and Brian are friends for years. Um, twelve years ago, he asked me. And I remember this is, let's see, 12 years ago would be like 2008. Okay. Re, re, you know, DDP Yoga has not in any way blown up. Like I'm still four years away from that actually happening. And uh, he said, so let me ask you, where is Diamond Dallas Page five years from now? Hmm. And where is he 10 years from now? And he, I said to him, he look it up on his on his <laughs> on his podcast that he had way back then. He was one of the first podcasters out there. Um, I said, five years from now, I will start to be known as the new Jack Lalane meets Tony Robbins meets straight Richard Simmons. And <laughs> and he laughed just like you. And uh, and I said, honestly, bro. I think 10 years from now, what I'm doing with my program is going to start to dwarf my wrestling career. And wow. he went, well, he went, bro, come on. You really think that's going to happen? Like you had a pretty legendary career. Yeah. I said, yeah, but I'd already known what it did for Arthur, the disabled veteran. Yep. I didn't have that form of the video. Me and his son made one up, which was pretty impressive. Um, 
But when Steve Yu remade that video in 2012, my business partner, also the director of The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And if you're watching, if you've never seen The Resurrection oh. of Jake the Snake, when you go watch Relentless on Amazon Prime, I will guarantee it says right under movies you also you'll want to watch. It's a resurrection. If you go to resurrection, you see relentless there. Um and by the way, Relentless is free for everybody. You don't need to pay to watch this. It's free on Amazon Prime. Right. If you got Amazon Prime and you can get it even for 30 days, you can go and watch it. And uh reviews have been amazing. People love it. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna read one review because it's I, I find it really funny that um that uh we started this about six years ago steve you my business partner said you know i want to create a mini doc that's probably about 15 20 minutes but just shows what our company is about yeah and i want to give it to nathan now nathan mallory is the director of um Judas, which is Jericho's first really big hit. Sure. Yeah. And he filmed it at my DDP Yoga Performance Center. And I gave him, Nathan, we gave him all the assets, whatever he wanted to do. We took care of everything. And I told him, I said, um, this kid could really do some stuff with you. And uh, he's going to work with me for a while, but at some point he's going to be doing his own shit, you know? So I, I think it's really, you know, great you guys to get together and now since then nathan's done four videos and he just did that newest documentary that chris um uh produced which is called uh i'm too old for this shit right and it's about a legendary band you know that that just had just they play again 30 years later which is pretty crazy um but they doc nathan did all that documenting on that he did that whole documentary my point is, though, back in the beginning, he starts to do this. And Steve has to do another cut. And then Steve sends it to me and says, I think this is something else. Hmm. He said, um, tell me what you think. I call him back. I go, wow, that's really inspiring, man. He goes, yeah, I think it's bigger than just the company. So if you talk about Steve Jobs, who are you, what are you going to talk about? You're talking about Apple. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. At least with Dallas Page, you're going to talk about wrestling and you're going to talk about DPY. Yeah. So <clears throat> on that note, I get this review up there and it just made me laugh. And um, let's see where the hell it is. The guy writes, admittedly, and this whole first sentence is a huge compliment to me. said, admittedly. There are a few moments when I felt like I was watching the most well-produced infomercial ever. I mean, just the way he said it, I thought it was beautiful. Because anything you're doing with anybody, it's it's technically, you know, promoting what they're doing. I mean, that's what documentaries are all about. Sure. So, but he writes, after this, nonetheless, nonetheless, it's pretty damn epic. And in these unstable times, it's quite inspiring to see how the positive intention behind DPY rippled out into the world to create positive change. Now, this really cracks me up here. He says, 
I've had the DVD set sitting around my house for quite a while. But I think I'll finally try it out instead of merely having it and pretending that's good enough. <laughs> Classic. And then he finishes with this. The DDPY crew is making the world a better place. And this film documents that fact. Wow. So, yeah. Does it, does it seem like it's times where we're, you know, what we're into, but it's all the things we do. I mean, well, you can't document it without having all those stories and everything, you know? Well, I think that a lot of people think that you just work with wrestlers, but then you watch Relentless and you're like, oh my God, Dallas has worked with Darius Rucker, with Corey Taylor, with Gabriel Iglesias, and so many other people. And you've not just worked with them, you've changed their lives. And to me, it's just, it's super powerful. I mean, the, 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 the emails I get on a daily basis, uh, you know, on our app, which if anybody wants to try the app, it costs you nothing. Like, nothing. So you got no excuses. You got seven days free on the app. Every Monday, I do Motivational Monday, pump people up for the week. There's over 300 of them up there. Every Tuesday, I put up a new workout. It could be sitting in a chair. It could be psycho-extreme. It could be laying in bed. It could be, you know, using a chair. Um, Wednesday, a new recipe. Healthy, delicious food. Because of the pandemic, we film it what we're eating that night. That's what we film. Um, and there's new uh, recipes every week. Every Thursday, I just added uh, DDP's tip of the week. That could be showing you how to do Black Crow and working on it. So you put your elbows on your knees, but learn how to fall. And then I take you there, 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 there. Or it could be something I read on Facebook or something I saw that I thought was just amazing. And I want you to see it too. And then there's Fabulous Facebook Friday. That's where I just go on to a site that my buddy, Chris Capriano, started. He was a member who did the program. And then 10 people were there. And then 100 people were there. And then I blinked my eyes and 10,000 people were there. Now there's... 56,600 people on there. And every week, the 10 days, it goes up another thousand people right now. Wow. Because I'm just reading stories, what people are writing, and then putting my own little opinion on it. Or great job, give yourself a five five, whatever it is. And, uh, this week's is really cool. It's about to go up. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, pretty, it's up by now, but it just went up and it was uh, really cool. It's about this couple, you know, because of the pandemic and decided, they're gonna they're gonna take control of their lives, and in five months, because they were so diligent eating. I mean, they were eating for fuel, not for just wanting to pig out. They've been doing that. She lost eighty three pounds, and he lost one hundred and seven. Wow! Five months. Yeah. And they show you the pictures and the story, and they're super active on the site now. Uh, it's just people are coming there and, and they're helping each other. That's what that site's all about. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. Now, this isn't a crisis line. This isn't self-help. This is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with traditional therapy ever again. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash insight. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash insight and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So the special offer for anybody listening to Insight right now is 10% off your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash insight. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash insight. What do you think are like three actionable things that people can do right now that will improve their life? Mm. Right now, to improve their lives, stand up straight. <laughs> like, literally, stop slouching. Like, literally, rolling your shoulders back. You know, your physiology has so much to do I'm gonna with do the this way. With you. Yeah, but it is, you know, it's like, to improve their lives is, you know, they've got to take action. And I'll give you the number one thing. They should read this book, Positively Unstoppable, because this is about the art of owning it. If I pick one thing for them to do, go join the PositivelyUnstoppable.com Million Dollar Challenge, because everything's there. It's like the people who won last year, none of them, none of them went there for the money. They went there for um, accountability. 
They went there to be around people who have like-minded. Like if you're, when I got Jake to stop drinking, killing, coking, and cracking, I took him out of that environment and I put him in our environment. Mm. And then Scott Hall came into our environment. Like, if you do fuck up, fall down, and go get high for the day, that'll be it. It won't be for three weeks or a month or a year. Yeah. Like, one day. And you saw Jake in resurrection, you know, fall down. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to walk around behind him and watch what he's doing. Yeah. I'm going to expect him to find his own accountability at some point. But we had a whole team around those guys. You become the five people you hang out most with. You around a lot of people eat all the time and that's their, that's their life. You're going to be one of those people. They drink all the time and that's their life. Really good chance. You're going to be one of those people who smoke pot. I don't care what it is. Whatever yeah. it is. They play basketball all the time. You're going to play basketball. You know, you're going to, it's whatever they're doing you're going to gravitate towards. So yeah. if you don't like where you are, if you don't, if you have a problem with you know, your self-worth, which just about everyone does, you know, in some level or another, um, I've seen the most famous guys in the world. I know them. And there's times where they crack and they lose their self-confidence. Like everybody does. The number one thing that my program does the number one thing, it builds confidence. Mm -hmm. And I can prove it through one example after another. And I'm talking about thousands of people, tens of thousands. Uh, that positively, positively Unstoppable Challenge, we do it from January 1st to October 31st. Pick six months in there, whether it's from January 1st to July 31st, or if it's from March till September, whatever it is, those six months, what are your, whatever are your best six months, the four, the third place gets five grand, second place gets 10 grand, first place gets a chance of a million dollars. In one of these Positively Unstoppable books, we bring you in, we fly the three people in and their significant other, put them up, they get to come to my Christmas party, which this year, it was a COVID-free Christmas party. Everyone had to have a test. In 48 hours, had to come up negative. And then they got in. Sure. If they didn't have that test and they didn't get in, nobody got COVID out of it. So bottom line is all these people got these, because it wasn't three, it was four. Out of the thousands of people who started the contest, we narrowed it down to four. I couldn't narrow it down to three. I just couldn't do it. Not feel I everything that I do, Chris. How does that make me feel about me? That's why when I do something, and sometimes I'm going, oh God, I wish I didn't do that. You know, maybe I said the wrong thing, and they changed what I said. Like GDP says, blah blah. Yo, yo, uh, what they call shoots on whatever. Sure, yeah. Like, yo, know, that's just, that's the only shit I'm really self conscious about because I don't want that article. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel good about me, even no matter what's in the article. You know, they're just pulling the shit out. Yeah. So I really, I'm, I'm conscious of that always. But for these three people, I couldn't pick three. I could only pick four. Yeah. So instead of splitting third place, 
and giving them both 2,500 bucks. I had to give them those five grand of my money because I said, no, there's going to be four. But I mm. felt really good about that. Because all four of them, any one of them could have won physically with their physical transformation. In a six-month period, someone tried to get in doing FaceTime. Oh, man. <laughs> what around the phone call the here. Right. Um, uh, the, the, all four people could have won their physical transformation. Now, the second level is mental transformation. And that's where this book is gold. It's platinum. Yeah. Because it, the art of owning it is teaching you how to own your inner voice. Own the story you tell yourself. And you can control it. It's 100% in your control. Yeah. When you say, oh, you made me do that. No, that's not what happened. You let that affect you, and then you did that. Yeah. You know, from how you, how you talk to people. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's just, it's really, I based it on the first chapters called Living Life at 90%, based on life's 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Yeah. And there's so many examples, and not just mine. I use people just like I did in this. Um, um, it's like I did in the documentary Relentless. I use their stories. Yeah. Because all they're doing is following the yellow brick road. Yeah. Now, when I look at all four of them, Justin Dobbins, who, by the way, on his own, six foot seven, 698 pounds, on his own in one year lost 174 pounds. Wow. When it's within the six months that he picked, he lost 87 pounds. In 22 months, Justin Dobbins, no stomach surgery. When he started DDPY at 524, 10 months from there, add on the 174 pounds, so 22 months total, he lost 401 pounds. That's like two people. And the, and the reason why he did that was because his body was so beat up, walking was killing him. Yeah. So once he put in our program, now he's strong as hell. I mean, he's jacked. Like, it's unbelievable. And he's got a bunch of skin there, too, as you can imagine. Sure. So he's really like 270 and six foot seven. Man. I mean, the guy's a stud. He's in third place, by the way. Okay. And the other guy, Scotty Boots Jorgensen, he lost like 95 pounds in six months. He looked amazing. But both those guys, they didn't really document it, like video documenting stuff. They just basically took pictures and talked a little bit, you know, showed like some positioning or whatever, that they were just seeing how bad they were in the beginning and how good they could be. Yeah. Um, none, of, none of these four people got into this contest to win money. They got in it to be accountable. So mm. Justin, I remember him going on that DDP yoga site and that's DDP yoga, one word on Facebook. I can remember seeing him on there and him saying, I just want everybody to know I joined the contest. I'm not here to win money. I'm here because I want to continue to be accountable and I want to help you stay accountable. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. So the girl, Caitlin Kay, she won 10 grand. She lost like 75 pounds. The year before, 
she did just 33 vows. And the girl who won it was a girl named Candy McCarthy Herndon. And you got to see her video, bro, because her mental transformation was off the hook. And she filmed herself day one with her face and the desperation. She got in on the very last day, six months, which is mm. April 30th. And she started then, and she couldn't believe it because she has um, Hashimoto's disease because the doctor said you're never going to be able to lose weight on your own. You need to get that stomach surgery. Hmm. And bottom line is, she was 17 pounds that first month. Wow. She would end up losing 87 pounds total in six months and look beautiful, like beautiful. Yeah. And uh, she just like, none of those people came into it to win money. They came in to be accountable. So if you ask me, what's the one thing I would do? Like besides stand up, breathe, go sign up for PositivelyUnstoppable.com. It costs nothing. And you'll be in a really cool group of people. The thing that I'm so curious about is people that function at the level that you function at start their day with a routine. So I'm very curious, Dallas. What's the first, <laughs> what's the first 30 minutes of your day look like? Um... Once or twice a week, I just roll over and hug my old lady and just hang with her for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. You know, um, but as I, if she's in that dead sleep because she, she doesn't sleep well all the time, I completely leave her alone. I roll out of bed. There's a, there's a thing called astacanthin, and it's the number one um, um, health. It's, um, God, how do I explain it? Except for it's, it's red algae that they put in chocolate. That's the highest uh, antioxidant you can eat. My buddy, who there are many people sell it, but who has the purest of it all. I pop one of those in my mouth, put one in the pocket. I walk, I go to take my elevator down to the bottom floor and I walk into my hyperbaric chamber room. I get in the chamber, I zip it up. It blows up, takes me to 12 PSI, which is 30 feet below sea level. I've got my mask on, breathing in 100% oxygen, and I get on my phone. And I go through whatever emails came in later, whatever texts, whatever my day's going to look like, what's my schedule, Chris Van Pelt, set an alarm. Like, I, I've got four alarms, Cody, 11 to 59, make sure your phone's on set an alarm i leave my phone off if i see it i see it if but if i'll always check the texting but if i have a call or a schedule deal like i've got alarms going off to 7 30 and so then i know what i've done and what i'm yeah. gonna do so like with you with the hyperbaric chamber and the uh the oxygen are you planning to like is your goal to live to be 120 30 40 something like that I tell everybody that, and I've been saying this for the last 10 years, I'm not training and preparing for 65 because that will be here tomorrow. I've been saying this for the last 10 years. I've been preparing for 75, 85, 95, and even 105. Mm. And I'm planning, and you guys would see me sitting here this whole time. You might see me do it occasionally, but being able to stand here and talk to you and take my foot and pull it out in front of me and have a conversation with you and then open all the way up and sit here and talk to you 
This is six foot four, 226 pounds of unstoppable muscle. Wow. You know, that uh, my core is so strong. That's why when I said I could go out there and go out and do about a 20 minute match and tear it down, I'll be 65 in a month and a half. I won't do that, you know, because, you know, I know what the, I know what the, um, not payoff, I know what the, uh, what damage it could do. And because if right as soon as I get off out of my hyperbaric chamber, and I could be in there an hour, hour and a half, then I get out and I go upstairs. My girl gives me an amazing shake. That's a protein shake. I drink that. I lay on my Beamer pad, which Kevin Nash turned me on to. My hands were so numb at night. I'd have to wake up and do this to get the, you know, the, the, the um, just what? the, uh, the blood circulating. Wow. Nash turned me on. It's not a Beamer pad. It's a ripoff of the Beamer pad, which is a third, tenth the price, maybe 20% of the price. Beamer pad is like six grand. Uh, I paid twelve hundred for this thing, and I've, I've gotten it for seven hundred. And um, if you just look up Beamer bl uh, blood flow video, when you see what happens to your blood when you're know, being on this pad twice a day, hmm. three, you know, um, fifteen. You go start at eight minutes. I go to twenty-two minutes, and I'm watching TV or I'm on my phone while I'm on the pad. In five days, zero. Zero numbness, mm. and when you see the blood, and then I can I do my brain mapping, which most people have no idea what the fuck that means. And all I know is, that, you know, I do stuff like on once a week. I've I have a friend of mine who has a huge complex that's anti aging, so he sends me for cost IV bags. Vitamin C, glutathione, NAD. NAD, my brain is so sharp. I'll forget little shit here and there, but I just read for a script. It was five pages. I had 80% of the dialogue. In two days, I knew it all. Wow. I could recite it to you both sides right now. But I don't know if I got the part, but I blew the director away and... Um, cause we're doing all this, this stuff now, you know, the zooming stuff. And, uh, I won't know till February cause they have to, they wait until they need you. And that's like, okay, come now. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great, great part. Uh, if I get it and I'll come back to you and talk about it cause it's really, really cool. So, so I'm, I'm constantly training to hold back the hands of time. So I want to, I want to springboard off that Brian Alvarez question that he asked you 12 years ago. And I want to ask you now. Yeah. Where do you see DDP 10 years from now? Oh, 10 years from now, I'll be training the top at well, three years from now, I'll be training the top athletes in the world that are coming back from injury. Hmm. I'll be training a very small group of guys who understand preventative maintenance. Like, if you do my program, at the level, just at the level that the 65-year-old guy's doing, just at that level, the chance of your 22 or 28-year-old self, the chance of you getting injured 
has at least come to 50% of that. Wow. And it, it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. Look at Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know, look at Chris Jericho. Chris, you know, AJ Styles. AJ Styles does it five days a week, man. You know, freaking Drew McIntyre works it into his workout every day he works out. You know, Chris Jericho, all you got to do is lose. I want to know what Chris Jericho's doing because he can drink like a Viking on top of that. He's got some kind of... Uh, He's a rock star. What do you I expect? To, you know, he, he is. You know, I, there's a guy, when he says he's going to do something, he does it. Yeah. And he does it at his highest level. Yeah. And he's having fun. Every one of the things that he lives to do, play music, wrestle, uh, and do podcasts, he would do for free. Yeah. Now, he makes a lot of money doing all three of them. But, you know, he's doing something he loves to do. Yeah. You know, that's the key. We don't have a ton of time left, but I want to be respectful of your time. I'm really curious, how much did Shark Tank change your life and change your business? Arthur was the first thing when that disabled veteran video went viral. He's still the biggest still component because he looks like that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. But if he can do it. Yeah. But if he can do it, so can I. And he came with us to Shark Tank too. I never went that for I never went there for a deal. I went there to get us awareness. And I only offered him five percent. And it was so much fun. We had the biggest blast. You get to see it in Relentless because you know, we filmed it. We talked yeah. about that. Yeah, you guys we, are like losing. Ah, you guys are cheering it. I love it. You have, to, you have to remember, we we filmed for an hour. We don't know what they're going to use. Yeah. And there's a few times where I got a little like in, like especially the woman's face with the short hair. She goes, Barbara, well, I'm going to have to pass you. You're, yeah, you're a lot. You're a lot. But she said, you're a lot like the naked cowboy. He was there, and I looked at him and I said, "Barbs." He said, "I'm nothing like the naked cowboy. Nothing. I mean, uh, I, I got a little stiff in some people's face, you know, a couple times, and they didn't show any of that. So that was, I mean, I was, I, if I edited it myself, I could have edited it better. Yeah, like I said, we made a, we made a million dollars in five days. Wow. You know, I mean, it's our business." Starting in May of 2012, has just continued to grow and grow and grow. Um, I could do nothing right now for the rest of my life. Sure. If I die tomorrow, it'll it'll triple. It'll triple. Um, when I die 40 years from now, it will have already quadrupled. You're gonna you know? you're gonna die 80 <laughs> years from now, Dallas. With everything you've got going on, <laughs> whatever it is. Whenever God calls me to come, I'm ready. I really am. I've lived five lives. I've been so blessed. I've never been happier in my life. Um, the girl that I'm with right now, uh, we've been together about close to a year and a half now. And she sent me one, uh, she sent me something when we were just getting to know each other like really well, just through writing each other and talking. So it took a long time before we actually got back together because we had dated nine years ago. And 
Uh, she sent me a thing about studying one's true love is finding some someone who speaks your language so you don't spend an eternity translating your soul. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, I found that person now. So now I kind of really want to, I'd like to be around, but if I'm not, I'm not. But I, I'd like to be around because I am myself, like everybody kind of hides a little bit of themselves. They hold that in. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm as free as I've ever been. I feel great. My business is helping people on a different level every day. How much what time are we at right now? We How got, much we have? We got like less than five minutes. All right. Let me let me read you something that's super powerful. We'll make this the last story. And then so I got one question some, to end things on. This has been okay. amazing. Okay. I got I gotta read this to you. This is the kind of shit. I don't get this every day. But I get this every week or two. Okay. Something like this. This is the extreme version. So it's something like this. One day my phone's going ding, ding, ding. Because for some reason I left Twitter notifications on there. And it must have been something that God put together or something. Because I don't leave that on. So I just said, oh, God. I just turned it off in my pocket. But when I went to bed that night at 12 o'clock, 12.15, 12.30, somewhere around there, I, I said, I'm going to read that. And this, this guy writes on DM me, sir, I'm not even sure how to address you. Mr. Page, Dallas, DDP. In March of this year, I was at my absolute heaviest. My diet was poor. My body was falling apart. And I was having some serious health issues. I got to the point where my doctor saw me for a visit. And he said something along the lines of, I didn't think I was going to see you again. I really thought you were going to die in between visits. A week later, my wife comes into the bedroom, tells me our marriage is over. She has a new boyfriend and I needed to leave. With as much dignity as I could muster, I moved out of my house and into the apartment. The pandemic had taken hold, so I was experiencing health issues that medical professionals thought would kill me. The virus was wreaking havoc on my body while my entire life was falling apart. Hmm. A friend of mine sold me a copy of YRG, my early shift. A few years ago, but I never really sucked my teeth into it because I was too busy with work and living a life that was killing me. Since there was nowhere to go but up, I put in a copy of Fat Burner. I hurt, but it was a good distraction from an incredibly broken heart. One of my colleagues had noticed that I was making a change and asked me what I was doing. When he heard I was doing YRG, he told me, you know, DDP got a new book out. You might like it. Now, it's important. Positively Unstoppable is the name. The Art of Owning It is a tag, right? He writes, after work, I stopped by Barnes & Noble and picked up Positively Owning It. And that's what he got out of that. That book made me see my situation truth. That book made me see the truth in my situation. Yes, my wife drop-kicked my heart into my ass. Yes, she was just someone new. Yes, I just started all over again at 35 years old. All those things considered, it was my responsibility to react and take charge. I couldn't change what had happened, but I could take control of where I was going. Hmm. Now, at this point, I'm reading, if it's five more pages... I'm reading it, you know, because yeah. I'm like, wow. 
I couldn't change what had happened, but I could change. I could take control of where I was going. My diet, my exercise, my lifestyle all became contingent on what I was doing. Instead of looking at my sudden lifestyle changes as something that happened to me, Mm. I drew from the inspiration from positively owning it. (laughs) I love that. And began seeing my situation as an opportunity to be excited about the changes in my life. I was becoming strong. I didn't see dieting as becoming depressed about what I could eat, but jazzed about what I could eat. Through your wisdom and encouragement, I began listening to my body. That is pivotal and so like insightful. Mm. I paid attention to what my body ran well on, Mm. what my body didn't react well to. This is heavy. And what foods affected my mood in different ways. Restrictive diets don't work. And because I was listening to what my body was asking for, I didn't have to go on a restrictive diet. I substituted garbage for high-octane fuels. I left my home on April 4th, 2020, at my heaviest. When I went into the doctor last week, I had shed 60 pounds in four months' time. My blood pressure had improved. My mental clarity, my stamina, my mood. You want to know why you're so depressed? Stop eating shit. He got that. My mood. My body was stronger than it had been since I was 25. I still have a very long way to go. Now I know I'm equipped for the battle, not just to win, not just to fight, but to win. Mm. I'm sure you hear this a lot, Mr. Dallas, but your work has absolutely saved my life. Your workouts are encouraging and tough. Your book is incredible. This is heavy. Diamond Dallas Page took me from someone who was falling asleep, standing up in the shower, to someone who can finally look at himself in the mirror and be proud of who he's becoming. Mm. You are doing God's work, sir. As a kid, this is beautiful. As a kid who stayed up late on Monday nights to see the NWO get a heaping helping of the diamond cutter and remembers hating Dennis Rodman for interrupting (laughs) DDT almost getting in the wolf pack. I can't imagine a better spirit on earth to inspire my journey. Now, this is what Albert calls critical mass. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a big dude. Yeah. 552 pounds. What do you think I did after I read that? What do you think I, I did? Knowing you, you probably immediately called him because that's what you would do. I didn't have his number, so I hit him back at 12.31 in the morning. Send me your number. 12.32, he sent it back. 12.32, I called him. And we talked for 45 minutes to an hour. 
Can't wow. remember exactly. And I gave him my email. And I said, get off the DVDs, get on the app, watch the first video on the dashboard, go to the menu. I'm not going to write all this down. Go to the menu, go down to user guide, watch the video, scroll down to the list. You do everything on the list, everything, and you call me back. And are you email me and I'll call you back. And if you continue to put the work in, I'll talk to you once a month. Wow. That was, he's been totally working out now doing the program for nine months. He is 146 pounds down. Wow. That's incredible. And this is what you do. This is what you do, Dallas. You change people's this is what lives. I do. That's what I do. Bring your positivity. <laughs> this is what I do. It's yeah, this is what, that's you what I do. do. I I end every interview. I'm a big gratitude person, and I know that you are as well. And I'm very I end 100%. every interview by asking, what are three things that you're grateful for in your life right now? Um, number one, Paige McMahon. <laughs> for real. I'm so grateful to God for you know, finally putting me with someone that we each speak each other's language. Mm. You know, that's very important to me. I'm so grateful that I have the health that I have because really that's number one. Paige would be number two, you know. Um, and I'm grateful that, uh, you know, in these really hard times that, you know, God has blessed me to be able to do what I do. You know, it's crazy. You know, I've been able to live this dream and still help my boys. You know, still help, you know, like when Todd gets in here or, uh, you know, Jake comes back through or Jimmy Garvin. I mean, I can't believe Jim Garvin does my program. And he's lost a bunch of weight and he feels so much better. I mean, so many of the guys, uh, the more old timers I can get, Brian Blair, you know, He's at the CEO Cauliflower Club that doesn't take any administration fees. Like you get put in the CAC, you gotta fly yourself out and put yourself up. Ain't doing shit for you. The money that they raise goes to help the boys who really need it. So um, that's that. Those are my 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 two charities are disabled veterans and. Um, and the CAC, we just started another program called Watch What Happens with the Warrior Purpose that we started for veterans and what we're doing for veterans. And anybody who's listening to this uh, that is a veteran, knows a veteran, uh, like I never do more than 30% off on my program ever because I know how much work I put into it and what I'm constantly putting into the app and what it costs me to do everything I do. Um, so I never do more than 30%. Uh, that's only for Christmas time. Um, and then it goes back to 20 or 15 or 10, wherever it's at at the time. Right now it's 20. But if you're a veteran, it's always 50% off. Wow. Always. Always, every single day. You know, 365. So uh, it's just giving back, man. So I'm grateful that I have the ability 
you know, and the stick to itiveness to have really stuck with something. Because in wrestling, I was an eight year overnight success. DPY, eight year overnight success. I'll leave you with this last thing. Are you fanboy? Do you like watching any superhero stuff, uh, movies, or any of that stuff? Do you like any of that? Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, we've got one coming out on Netflix, probably around, probably going to be summer, but I'm thinking it could be spring, uh, most likely summer. And it's called Guardians of Justice. And no one has ever seen anything like it. And uh, it's an Adi Shankar experience, and he, he's the genius behind it, but I'm also one of the producers and creators. Uh, of it, but Adi is the is the real brain behind it all. Uh, so that's something for people to look at. And when that hits, you really get lucky because you never know what's going to hit when it comes to that shit. But I think it's going to be pretty amazing, and then that would change my life again. So, well, you're pretty amazing. You're an inspiration to me. You're an inspiration to everybody. And I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done, and then everything you're continuing to do. Well, thank you, bro. You know, I'm a big fan of yours and uh, <laughs> our chance meeting <laughs> you know, at the hotel uh, in Culver, not Culver City, in uh, Century City, California, <laughs> yeah. right there in LA. Uh, you know, we're going to see each other for a lot, man. So uh, keep up the great work. Love what you do and uh, appreciate you having me on. Anybody, again, Relentless, it is on Amazon Prime. Go there. Uh, you can't leave a, you can't leave a review on Amazon Prime. You have to get off, go to where the Amazon app is, where you buy shit. Then you can go there and pull up Diamond Dallas page and and relentless and tell us tell us what you thought, you know. And uh, everybody's opinion is valid, good, bad, or indifferent. So uh, have a great day, bud. Got to rock. Hey. It's been your pleasure. Bang. <laughs> That man is passionate. Oh, love it. Big thank you to Diamond Dallas Page for the amazing conversation. And a bigger thank you to you for listening and hanging out with us all the way until the end. If you're new here, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future interviews. And perhaps you're one of the many thousands of people that DDP has helped with DDPY. He is changing people's lives. And I can't encourage you enough to check out Relentless on Amazon Prime. It's such a great look at who Dallas is and the amazing work that he's doing. Share this with a friend who you know will be inspired by this and take a screenshot and tag us on social media so we can say hello. I'm at Chris Fanvliet and Dallas is at RealDDP. And I'm still blown away by that first interview that we did. Like literally was trying to break into my hotel room. Crazy. But I will leave you with a quote from Muhammad Ali that DDP told me during that first interview. It's all about the idea of repeating affirmations to yourself. I mean, think of how many times Muhammad Ali would say, I am the greatest. And Ali's famous quote is, it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Mm. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one for some more insight. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.